0: The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you.
1: All right, welcome into to the Action Line. I'm Brian Barrett, and today we're talking with our friends from Murfreesboro Police we have Sergeant Amy Denton in studio with us, along with Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. And, uh, you know, as many years as I've been here, I haven't had the chance to talk to the two of you together <laughs> on this program. So, we're making history today. There you go. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Good morning.
2: Good morning. I'm, I'm, we're doing good. We've been here together. You've just not yeah. been here when we've been here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The three of us together. Yeah. You two are like two peas in a pod right now yeah, <laughs> no, right. Yeah. there are days yeah <laughs> <laughs> well uh, a lot to talk about uh this morning and we'll be taking your uh, text and phone calls today as well at 615-893-1450 uh get your information uh, about murfreesboro police today if you have any questions you can call or text those in at 615-893-1450 um you know we've got this excessive Heat warning today, and that's the first time we've had excessive heat warning. We've had heat advisories, but uh, Amy, this, these conditions, you know, always has those. Uh, warnings about if you're outside drink water take breaks and I, i think murfreesboro police you guys are in this same boat having to deal with the heat outside
2: absolutely our patrol officers are out in the weather no matter what the weather is um so they take all the precautions that they can you know they a lot of them carry a cooler in their car with some some drinks uh water sports drinks to keep their electrolytes up and stuff um and i think that um I think the main thing they would want to let people know is, you know, look out for each other, take care of your neighbors, check on your neighbors and all that. And then your pets and your small kids do not leave a child in a vehicle, uh, even for a minute. Um, it's just, you know, if you sit in your car and turn it off and just sit there for a couple of minutes, it's literally like an oven. So absolutely do not leave children in a car and don't leave pets in a car in this kind of weather, even with the windows rolled down just a little bit, it's just too hot. Um, and we get calls all the time for, for pets in vehicles in, shopping centers and store parking lots just leave the pets at home that they would just as soon stay at home in the air conditioning they're not worried about what you're going to the store to get Uh, leave the pets at home where they're safe Um, and of course you know um, if you can not get out if you have small children and you can not make the trips today in the heat of the day put the trips off till later in the day
1: yeah um you mentioned you know pets in the car and i know that um and and even children but sometimes these newer vehicles you can leave the air conditioning on but people don't know if you don't leave the sign and that's that uh, what are your thoughts on those newer vehicles that do that you know you're talking about the ones that
2: have remote start yeah Um, and and that's great um but it doesn't get it down to as cold as if the vehicle is running Hmm. and that's only for a limited time um i mean my vehicle my personal vehicle has remote start it only runs for seven or eight minutes and then it cuts off um so it's real easy to get distracted and be away from the vehicle when you think it's running and it's not um you know and i think most people these days are going to call the police on you if they find your your dog usually a dog could be a cat or another animal it's usually a dog in your vehicle and you know in the bed of a pickup truck is no cooler no um, oh, no so uh, I know years ago I answered a call at a home improvement store here in town and it was a, a black pickup truck that had the black bed liner, and the dog had jumped out of the truck and come to the to the door of the store <laughs> looking for help and the employees had got the dog given it some water and the man that owned the vehicle was mad um, because the employees were interfering with his dog he said so um I invited him to take his shoes off and stand in the bed of his truck and see if it was comfortable for him. So we came to an agreement that he would take the dog home. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog got to ride in the cab on the way home.
1: I mean, I, <laughs> uh, you know, so a lot of times we don't think about how hot that is, and you know, in the bed of the truck, you know, the wind's blowing, and that's that's different. But sitting there mm-hmm. with the heat just blaring down on the bed of that truck, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gotta be tough. Yep. So, yeah. So, yes, a lot of things to uh, to think about and. You know, we hear a lot during I guess uh, snowy times, you know, and have this have a blanket and those kinds of things if your car breaks down, but you got the opposite of that in the heat too.
2: Yes, yes. Um, that's why you know having a cooler or just a lunch bag with a couple bottles of water or whatever, you know, even if it's not cold water, actually it's not good to drink super cold water when you're hot they said that that's not good so just water just you know grab a, a bottle of water if you don't have any bottles of water most people have some kind of a coffee cup you can put water could put something it put water in the coffee
1: cup and take it with you water is the big key though and it is
2: it, <laughs> it is
1: I, I i had someone say you know i'm tired of everybody saying with all this heat that uh, to drink water but you know sometimes we've forget we go along we skip meals all those things and and that can uh, in heat can really affect you
2: absolutely you know if you don't want to drink water there's all kinds of fruits that have super high water content so if you want to carry you know uh, cantaloupe or watermelon and cucumbers and and that kind of thing those have high water content if you absolutely can't stand water then then check out the foods that have
1: high water content. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, good watermelon sounds good right about now, making me kind of hungry. We've got our friends from Murfreesboro Police uh, here today Sergeant Amy Denton, Public Information Officer Larry Flowers here, and uh, we'll take your calls or text this morning. The number is 615 893 1450, and uh, we'll go ahead and open those uh, items up for you if you would like to call or text. 615 893 1450. Any other information uh, uh, about the heat? I I mean, I I think when you have response times and that kind of thing and and going out and, you know, you get your heart rate up and and responding to emergencies, that that can be tough on the officers, too. Uh, Just another thing about that. So um, those guys, I'm sure, are taking precautions.
2: Yeah, and I know um, if they have a situation where they're having to direct traffic, for example. Yeah. Um, the, the street supervisors will set up a, a kind of a replacement program where you're only directing traffic for maybe 15 minutes and then you get some relief and you, and you, you go somewhere, get in your car, cool off, um, whatever, and another officer goes out and directs traffic for 15 minutes or so. Um, beyond that, you know, we, we just don't need officers falling out from the heat um, and that can happen. I mean, our uniforms... Are not very light reflective um i was you, just
1: thinking that looking at your yeah, uniform <laughs>
2: yeah it's a poly wool blend um and then the other uniform that's out on the streets is cotton but it's not a thin t-shirt cotton um and then you add the, ballest, the ballistic vest on top of that um so that's not only added weight but it also holds the heat in so yeah they they uh, they have to take precautions but you know it, the heat doesn't stop them they still respond they still get through the situation and then they'll step back and recover when it's over. Kind of like the firefighters, you know. If there's a fire, they they deal with it, and then they'll rehab when it's over.
1: Yeah. Um, how, just to give folks an idea, you mentioned the ballistic vest. You may just think of the uniform itself, but just the sheer weight you're carrying around, too, is, is pretty remarkable.
2: It is. It depends, you know, the size of the officer, of course, the vest is going to be a different size but you look at an an average officer their vest and their their belt and the gear that's on the belt they're carrying an extra 25 to 35 pounds um, while they're at work all the time
1: all the time yeah in those cool black uniforms yep
2: yep (laughs) and those summertime leather boots yeah oh yeah
1: (laughs) poly wool blend, huh? That's what the, the class
2: I, I, A is, yeah.
1: I've learned a lot today yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> not not built for uh, heat, I would say. Um Larry talking about heat and and folks who have to be out it, you think of the construction workers and 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 all of those folks, but uh the homeless population is is really one that's high at risk during this time, aren't they?
3: Sure, sure. Uh because they're out uh, in the element um We do have a homeless outreach service team, a team of officers that go out and they check on the uh, homeless, try to find them resources. They partner with um, volunteer behavior healthcare system to get these uh, people without homes, uh, the needed resources. And so our host team will, uh, you know, be out every day like they have been, especially during this heat to try to make sure that, our our residents here without a home are you know taken care of you know there are a lot of uh, places in town you know the journey home um, and places like that that do provide you know food and water uh, for for these individuals but our host team um, and uh, it, it does a tremendous job out here going from camp to camp trying to get these resources especially in these these temperatures that we've been having here lately. And Amy may want to expand on that. Um, I just
2: know, like, the Journey Home and Coldest Nights, the last heat wave we had a couple weeks ago, I think it was on Facebook, I saw that Coldest Nights actually had opened some cooling centers. So you think of Coldest Nights a lot in in the wintertime, but they also open up for for cooling in the summertime. And if anybody's wanting to, to donate to any of those organizations, I'm sure they could use... know cases of water and and things like that because they try to they try to help the people that are out in the elements as much as they can and some of that is is making sure that they have fresh clean drinking water um, and food
1: yeah um it looks like earlier this week they had cooling stations open you know in the afternoon and um, i haven't seen a a recent post this was on the fifth yesterday so uh, i would assume with today being so hot that um, that would probably be one of those things that happens uh, especially in the in the real heat of the day once we Mm -hmm. turn past lunchtime it it, from you know one o'clock to five or six seven o'clock it's it's really roasting out there
2: it is it is
1: Uh, If you've got questions this morning, call or text in at 615-893-1450. The Action Line here from News Radio. WGNS continues in a moment. We're taking your calls, your text. the number 615-893-1450. We've got a couple of texts in the queue here, so we'll get to that in just a moment as we continue right here on News Radio WGNS. Public Information Officer Larry Flowers, Sergeant Amy Denton joining us from Murfreesboro Police. We'll be right back. Hello, this is Austin Maxwell, and I'm asking for your vote for Murfreesboro City Council. Having served our country for over 20 years in the military, I am volunteering to serve again as your servant leader on your Murfreesboro City Council. A vote for me ensures that you will have a voice on the council working for you. Early voting begins July 15th, and Election Day is August 4th. Let me go to work for you by voting for Austin Maxwell for Murfreesboro City Council. Paid for by
2: Austin Maxwell for City Council. Austin Maxwell, Treasurer. I'm Ann Kimmel, and I'd like to tell you about Adams Place. People are very friendly. I play cards almost every day. There's music, movies. Adams Place makes it really, really easy. You don't have to cook. You don't have to clean your apartment. You can do whatever you want to do. There's somebody to take you places. I love Adams
1: Place. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demus's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to Demas'Restaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next
0: event. Demas' Family Restaurants, go to Demas'Restaurants.com Demus's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Good morning. It's busy, but it's moving on 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. It'll get a little bit heavy on you there on 24 West as you approach Bell Road. Uh, Nothing too unusual yet, or should I say at the moment. Uh, A little bit of radar up and down certain sections of 840 this morning, mostly over in Williamson County. Hey, Gatlinburg Wine Cellar its home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at gatlinburgwinecellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We break in with traffic, news, and weather bulletins any Good Neighbor Talk is your 24-7 connection. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 82 degrees in Smyrna with the... Uh... Dew point
1: at 73. Yeah, that's air you can wear. Uh, it feels like 87 already at uh, 827 this morning. Those heat index values between 110 and 115 today. We've been talking uh, a bit about that this morning. And uh, one of the texts that came in as is, is we kind of transition, but also continuing to talk about the homeless situation, uh, this one text asks about the uh The new state law that went into effect July 1st uh, about homeless and how that uh, impacts our local homeless community here. Do you have any details on that this morning that you want to share?
2: I don't know that our department is going to approach it any differently day-to-day than we already are. Um, I mean, our our homeless task force is working with local resources to try to get our um, unhomed population into some kind of more permanent housing and help them get resources to deal with uh, mental illness or some of them have documentation issues where they don't have a a state issued id or things like that so they're working to try to solve the problem um you know i don't think they're i don't think they're in a hurry to use that new law to make arrest
1: right you know i I think it's it's one of the it's it's such a tough thing to to deal with and as our population grows and um, uh, you know and, and so does our homeless population as well and so I, I know a lot of agencies and murfreesboro police is very much a part of that with the with city government just trying to figure out what what is the best thing to do but just like a lot of things with the population growth we're behind on some things just to be honest right i know um in the
2: past few years when there's been um, a camp set up somewhere and the property owner didn't want people camping there the people that were staying in that camp were given all kinds of notice all kinds of warning all kinds of options on getting help where somewhere else to go um, offers of assistance to move their items and all that uh, before things were gathered up and and taken away so i don't you know the illegal camping on public grounds i don't see that coming into play unless it's there's been so many warnings given that it's to the point that just something has to give mm-hmm.
1: and they I don't really understand the the second part of this but it said something about um you know that was already in place in the city even before the state law but but that really is not the case there there were some efforts to uh cut down on assembly not cut down on assemblies but make sure that at that you all knew about those, like uh, public feedings and things of that nature in right. on public property.
2: Right, and I think the public feeding policies that the city put in place go along with health department guidelines. Mm, I think okay. that's the source of those, um, just to make sure that, you know, if you, if you are feeding people, you're feeding them food that's not out of date or not contaminated in some way and make sure that the, you know, safe food handling guidelines are followed and things like that. Um, you know, being charitable is great. You have to be safe while you're being charitable. Um, we don't want to feed a group of people and have them all get sick, because uh, that just exacerbates
1: the problem. Yeah, and nothing like uh, a day like today and potato salad that's been out oh, there yeah. for two hours, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. something like that.
2: Yeah, mayonnaise packets in a in a tub on a table in the
1: sun. Yeah. yeah things yeah, like that got it got to be careful with those things yeah. that, that makes it sometimes you know when you read through a text you're trying to decipher what what all that means but I, I hope we've answered that uh question this morning uh additional questions calls or text uh 615-893-1450 the number we're talking with our friends from murfreesboro police today sergeant amy denton and public information officer larry flowers here um let let's go ahead and and get this one uh as well uh this person says warning there are thefts that are uh there are thieves that are stealing from your mailbox, personal checks out of the mailbox, washing it, stealing money uh, from your checking account. Person stole ours. Didn't have uh, a picture ID at Walmart so far. They've gotten away with it. We've seen pictures of the two, but don't know, uh, don't know them. Um, I, I guess any comments on that uh, mailbox thefts? Uh, are they on the rise here?
2: I don't know that we've gotten any reports recently about those, maybe Mm -hmm. one or two, Um, you know, our best advice would be if you know you're getting, you know, if you get a monthly check, something like that, look in a direct deposit and that way the check's not laying anywhere to get Mm -hmm. stolen or even to get lost. I mean, we've all had a piece of mail get lost and the post office deals with millions of Of pieces of mail it's no wonder something gets lost um here and there but look into direct deposit um or maybe even a post office box so that it's secured um and then you can also get informed delivery you can get an email every day from the post office they'll send you an image of every piece of mail you're getting oh wow um so you can go on the u.s post office the u.s postal service website and sign up for that um and that way you know you know when it's supposed to be delivered and then if you know when the mail comes don't let it sit out there too long unfortunately our mailboxes are right on the side of the road and it would be fairly easy for a dishonest person to grab the stack of mail and get whatever um, i'm hoping that they they said they've seen pictures that would tell me that they filed a report and our detectives are working on it so uh, it may just be a case of identifying those people and and being able to get them into custody
1: so hopefully if if that is a situation that you deal with the first thing you need to do is call murfreesboro police absolutely
2: anytime you have something stolen you need to call us um and and call dispatch the 615-893-1311 phone number um we uh i know larry and i were talking earlier over the weekend we we answered according to dispatch records 109 Fireworks complaints. Oh wow! Um, from Friday night at six o'clock till yesterday morning at six o'clock was the the parameters that I asked for. So a hundred and nine just fireworks calls on top of everything else that happens in the city. But Larry said that we had several people that sent private messages to the department's Facebook page, and you get an automatic reply that says this page is not monitored. So, you know, call dispatch. Don't tell Facebook, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, Larry and I both have access to the Facebook page, but we don't sit and monitor the messenger part all day, every day. You know, if it's just a tip that, hey, I think this or that, you know, we'll tell you to call Crime Stoppers. Um, they have a, an app now, the P3 app. You can send information in. But if you don't want to go through Crime Stoppers. And you think that your neighbor is the one that you saw on the news you know, about something, whatever, you can send a message. We'll get that to the detectives. But to report a crime in progress or to, to you know ask for a report to be filed, Facebook is not where we do that. That all goes through dispatch.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, and Larry, if you want to jump in on this, too, just kind of a follow up on that. We have seen over the years, I've seen it with my kids, we see it here at the radio station. We get more texts than phone calls now. People right. want to reply by texting, you know, and, and I guess Messenger is one of those ways to do that, but right. that's, in an emergency situation or, or something really going on, that, that's not the way to communicate.
3: <laughs> right, right. And, and unfortunately, we, all the time, we get people reaching out via Facebook Messenger and... Again, like Amy said, that's not the way to report a crime. Whether it's an emergency or non-emergency, it's not the way. Um, one gentleman got really upset. So I guess you don't monitor this page because we didn't, you know, answer his call about someone shooting fireworks off in his neighborhood. But uh, again, we do not uh, monitor that page 24/7, seven days a week. You know, we can't dispatch an officer. So again, that number six one five eight nine three. Thirteen eleven is the proper way to call. Just call that non-emergency number to uh, reply. Now, not saying that eventually in the future we I think may... text. I think uh, text
2: dispatch is coming. Right. Um, but when it's up and live, you will know about it. Right. We will. We will make sure uh, to shout it from every mountaintop that we have it, um, and that it's that it's there. So um, you know, if if you're in a situation where you can't talk, obviously, call nine one one and just leave your line open, talk when you can, say what you can. Our dispatchers are extremely trained. Um, They get an open line, they listen, and they'll do everything they can to track down that person's location, and they'll send officers to to make sure that maybe it was just a pocket dial, but they're going to send somebody to make sure, to make contact with the people, make sure everybody's okay.
1: And the days are... are the technology is much much better at pinpointing oh, yeah. where you are now oh, with yeah. cell phones
2: oh yeah it's a um, it's a very small area yeah. I oh, can't yeah. keep up with how small <laughs> it. it used to be a hundred yards and now it's like a lot smaller than that um, but it's it's pretty amazing and our the cell phone providers work fairly well with our dispatch center as far as being able to 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 ping a phone if someone's missing or, or something like that when they ping a phone the cell phone provider sends a signal to the phone and and gets that phone's current location um of course it can be different five minutes later but they'll they'll get give us a starting point
1: at least to start looking for the person 615-893-1450 our number to call or text uh you mentioned fireworks and i've got like three here
2: uh, <laughs> hey, i'm tired of them too it
1: <laughs> has, has specific things i'm going to get to that in a second but uh, the person who texted about the id thing said that they did file a police report on the uh, check theft and thanks for the tip about the post office so uh, just wanted to get that uh, out there as well so uh, here's one that, that shot fireworks off at uh, 1 a.m i'm you know, I, people are are very frustrated at that. What were, uh, I, I think fireworks time is is done now in the city. Is right. that correct? I Think so. It, it is. is day yep. before and day after the fourth. Is that typically somewhere? Typically,
3: July third, fourth, and fifth. Okay, uh, between the hours of ten a.m. to eleven p.m. is so um, one a.m. is definitely outside <laughs> of that. Exactly, yeah. definitely.
1: <laughs> uh, so, but um, w- with that being said, you had a hundred and nine at least 109 calls about fireworks about fireworks Mm -hmm. now those could have been somebody unsafe handling
2: fireworks it could have been you know uh, nuisance noise things like that Um, you know I think the fire marshal's office is the one that's in charge of setting the parameters so you know maybe call them and just say hey what what if the citizens of Murfreesboro are done with fireworks they're fed up with private-use fireworks call the fire marshal's office and just see hey what would it take to get the times you know shortened or the days shortened or or whatever you know they've made changes in my career they've they've uh, made mortar rounds Mm -hmm. and uh like roman candles anything you can shoot at someone um they're illegal in murfreesboro years ago that we uh those were used a lot (laughs) i'll just say those were used a lot for for display purposes and for uh, not very good purposes yeah uh, but they've they've made those um, illegal by city code so you know i don't know as we grow and as our population gets more dense you know I, maybe it's something that that they need to look at i don't know well i
1: i remember several years ago there was a problem with shooting at vehicles those mm-hmm. you know roman candles even police vehicles and things of that nature i was trying to not go there Brian, but you know <laughs> yeah well, I, I thought that's where you were kind of going but yeah <laughs> you know it's you think about it being fun and, and and they can be but that's not proper use that's not no, fun it's use. not it's fun. dangerous um
2: it's not fun to be on the receiving end of a ball of fire right you know it's just not um you know and and it wasn't just police they were being shot at you know you have different groups in a neighborhood that didn't like each other they would have full-on bottle rocket wars Mm -hmm. and roman candle wars Um, we had trees set on fire not on purpose of course but and that's another thing about the fourth of july it's always hot and it's usually dry Mm -hmm. so i don't know if the fire department had any fires due to fireworks um, I'd have to go back and look on that. But that's always a possibility, too. You know, we were under a burn ban, but they allowed fireworks. Um, so that's the fire world.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, and uh, a chance to talk about that tomorrow, as uh, Mark Folks will be in, mm-hmm. uh, Murfreesboro Fire and Rescue Chief uh, here on this very program. So you can ask uh, uh, about that, and I'm sure we'll have some follow-ups uh, about that time. But uh, th- there was one question about, you know, the Harrod Fireworks late into the night last night well last night was the fifth so that should have been the last day of it right
2: 11 o'clock last night should have should have been the end of it should have
1: been the end of it (laughs) so uh you know and and another person makes a point here that it's so rampant and people doing it even past the time that they should be that you know is that all Murfreesboro police are dealing with over that holiday and uh, I don't think that that's all but it does increase your call volumes I'm sure
2: oh it absolutely does it absolutely um, for sure ramps up the call volume and you know they they handle them as they can you know the dispatch has a, a a call priority categorization that they do and and depending on if it's just noise it's going to be a low priority if they think somebody's being harmed or if something is in danger of being set on fire it's going to be a higher priority but they're going to work through the calls till they get till they get them all handled if we ever get to that day <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly well and um, you know i can i just had more text coming in about the frustration of you know i have to work at 6 a.m mm-hmm. and, and the, i mean we feel that mm-hmm. uh, we we understand that mm-hmm. but uh, we know what the parameters are and at least now we know that you know i guess until the uh until new year's we'll be okay you know maybe saturday
2: that. morning <laughs> mow your yard a little earlier i don't know you know yeah. <laughs> i don't know there you
1: go that's a good idea
2: <laughs> uh, and i was just going to say one thing you know it's hard sometimes as a patrol officer to pinpoint where the fireworks are coming from know some of these you you can set the 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 big ones set the stick in a bottle and light it and then you pick the bottle up as soon as it shoots up in the air you pick the bottle up and move away well it's gone 30 40 feet in the air it's hard to pinpoint where that exactly came from so i know people get frustrated that the officers didn't go to the house that shot the fireworks we didn't see what you saw right so sometimes it's hard to, to pinpoint them so a lot of times all they can do is is drive through see what they can see stop and talk to the people that are obviously out doing fireworks um but the ones that are shooting them at one o'clock in the morning it's hard to find them hard to catch them
1: even their presence in the area i'm sure detours uh some of fireworks shooting
2: Yeah, most of the time, yeah.
1: (laughs) I would say that would be the case. Uh, Our number is 615-893-1450 if you have uh, questions for uh, Sergeant Amy Denton or Public Information Officer Larry Flowers with Murfreesboro Police. Uh, We've talked a lot about fireworks. We're going to talk about some other things. I've got one more text here uh, about water safety. We'll kind of touch on that being summertime and and dealing with that. But uh, more on the program coming up in just a second. We're going to take a quick break check on the latest forecast Uh, it's hot so that's probably pretty much all you need to know but we'll get an in-depth look here in just a second the action line continues in just a moment
3: hi this is amanda from animal city inviting your family to come do business with my family you can find us at 919 northwest broad street in murfreesboro Animal City is Murfreesboro's longest running and only family operated pet store. Here at Animal City, we know how important nutrition is to a healthy pet. We are proud to carry full lines of premium foods to suit most critters. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. And I would highly recommend Adams Place. It's a place to enjoy life. It's comfortable. The settings are home-like. And not sterile. Adams Place is a place they're looking out for you. You feel at home. And I'm very fortunate there's a lot of people here I already knew. To get back to the food, I want to say one thing. The chef does a fabulous job here. I'm Larry Castelli. You know, I would highly recommend Adams Place.
2: If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you.
1: An excessive heat warning is in effect here for the forecast
2: area. A few scattered showers and storms here this afternoon, blend of clouds and sunshine developing and high in the upper 90s. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vuchitski on News Radio WGNs. Currently, it's 77. An excessive heat warning is
1: in effect here for
0: the- You may think money problems are just impossible to fix. Get sound advice with Dave Ramsey 1 to 4 weekdays, followed by certified financial planner Jason Qualls at 4. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back with our friends from Murfreesboro Police. Uh,
1: We've got Sergeant Amy Denton, Public Information Officer Larry Flowers, and uh, taking your calls or text at 615-893-1450. This question is... Dealing with you know boating on the the waterways and and that's kind of a long story, but the gist of it is over the Fourth of July weekend they had uh, really kind of a harassment going on, uh, people circling their bow down on the water, things of that nature. Do you all deal with? Are there enough waterways in the city proper that you all deal with that, or is that maybe more of a county thing?
3: Uh, T W R A. Okay. Uh, basically uh, did that operation but the Rutherford County Traffic Safety Task Force which is made up of nine different agencies within the county some of those agencies participated Murfreesboro police did not so um that's what they're talking about they wanted to make sure that people were not out uh, you know drinking and then operating that 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 vessel that that boat so because whether you're on the water or on the street you know BUI equals DUI. So that's what they were trying to do, uh, you know, eliminate uh, people from uh, operating uh, those boats while drinking.
1: Yeah, the, this was a, a specific incident where their boat was, you know, circled by people and they felt like they were being harassed. But I, I think that's more of a Sheriff's Department, TWRA kind of thing and not necessarily Murfreesboro police. Right. The only on
2: waterway we really have, have in the city is going to be Stones, Stones River, River. Um, and then maybe. Uh, todd lake but i don't think it's there's really no boat traffic on todd lake so
1: and you're you're kind of dealing with maybe calls to uh you know canoes and that kind of thing Right, right? non-motorized boats
2: yeah. yeah canoes kayaks rafts mm-hmm. things like that
1: okay uh let's see uh, there's a story that we've got on our website i know it's one of those things that we want to make sure that we uh touch on larry and um there there's a story on on our site that I think uh, you all provided about an extortion scam can you, can you f- uh, pass along some details on that
3: sure uh, our fraud detectives uh, in our criminal investigations division uh, have been investigating uh, at least four local residents who have filed reports uh, saying that they've been a victim of a phone scam where the caller is uh, reaching out uh, by text or by phone you know claiming to be from a Mexican cartel you know uh, basically threatening harm to these residents and their families threatening to kill them um, in exchange for them you know wanting to send them money you know in terms of you know gift cards you know any non-traceable financial means which you know in most cases you know no one the police or anyone will not request that type you know, a payment over the phone. So these are clearly uh, phones uh, scams. They send gruesome photos of um, you know bodies that have been dismembered. They've been targeting um, the uh, Spanish-speaking community, but they have uh, reached out to uh, one of our uh, non-Spanish-speaking residents, and uh, and unfortunately, he was the one that fell victim to the scam because they were saying, "Hey, we're in your neighborhood. We're" you know, on top of a building or on top of, you know, a house, you know, watching you and your family and, you know, you need to send us money or we're gonna cause harm. And so, of course, you know, fearing harm to himself and his family, he ended up uh, sending, uh, I think, a thousand dollars. And then once they hooked him, they kept calling back trying to get additional money and then therefore he ended up calling police. I mean, if you receive one of these type calls, I guess the best piece of advice is, you know, first don't panic because, you know, you can just imagine somebody threatening you and your family and sending you these gruesome photos, you know, you may panic and, you know, comply to what they their wishes are, you know, you can simply just hang up the phone, you know, block that number, um, you know, don't reply to those threatening text messages. And, you know, most important thing is to call police. and again, you know, if you, um, you know, are a victim of this uh, particular scam, even that if you haven't filed a report, uh, our detectives would like to hear from you.
1: The um, scams are can be oddly pertinent to your particular situation. And it's probably luck of the the call, honestly. But, you know, I'm across from your house and we're 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 perched on this rooftop. And, uh, you know, those those things can be pretty alarming and very believable uh, in, in those situations. But w- would one of the keys here be if someone asks you for a green dot card or, right. or something of that nature, that should automatically put up a
3: red flag in any type of call? Could definitely. And they've even gone as far as to try to get you to send the money uh, using your banking apps as well. And in the case with the non-Spanish speaking resident, that's what he did. He used his banking app to send the money. Well, the second time he attempted to do it, his bank flagged him and did not allow the transfer to go through and that's when he ended up calling police. So, but yeah, banking apps, gift cards, you know, any other non-traceable transfers, you know, you wanna stay away from. And uh, you were talking about, you know, these uh, scammers getting personal you know Amy can attest to this there are so many you know online sites that have all of your personal information all uh, you know on there Um, you know I was looking at one particular site not only do they have your name but your family name and associates and things of that nature so you know it can be easy where somebody will make a phone call and say hey Brian your wife so-and-so or your son so-and-so did this or that you know, because that information is readily available online.
1: I mean, your your address, how long right. you've lived at right. that home. I, I mean, and and really, they've got so much information. All they're trying to pull is, is maybe a few missing pieces mm. to steal identities, too.
2: And, you know, that's if they've gone so far as to search you individually. Mm. When you look at some of these things, um, you know, if, if they've sent it out through a, a computer app, they may have sent that same information mm. to a thousand people. Um, and to me i kind of equate it to going to going to a psychic they say enough broad comments some of them are going to fit your situation and and we all tend to personalize things that we hear so you know if they say you've lost a family member well most people have lost a family member but you start thinking about one certain person and then whatever they say you relate it to that person in the moment, it's going to feel very personal. When you back up from it and go, well, you know, they—if we watch psychics on TV, we could think they were talking to us. And really, it's—they're just talking
1: in broad strokes. Yeah, it's—it's a—it's amazing how it—it it just takes one little piece of information that kind of mm-hmm. locks you in and sends you down a a, a trail of mm-hmm. how how mm-hmm. personalized it is, and they only may have just one little piece of information that hooks you.
2: I got a text the other day. Um, that said, your name of name of a bank account has been lobbed, um, frozen, and it had a link there. The same and it was my my the bank that I bank with. And it, my first thought was what? And then I went, wait a minute. If that had said this bank, this bank, or this bank, I wouldn't thought anything of it. They got lucky and hit your bank, the bank that I have an account <laughs> right, with. Right. Yeah, so. Um, I think
1: I, I received that same one yeah. but it wasn't my bank right so. I waited
2: a few minutes right. went to my banking app checked everything out and everything was just normal so it was like okay just delete that text and <laughs> go on with my day they right. got lucky and got the right name
3: right I received that same yeah. text too and, <laughs> and then in addition to this extortion scam there's another phone scam going mm-hmm. on where uh, the caller they're using my name <laughs> public information officer, Larry Flowers, as well as uh, Captain Rico Hathaway claiming that, you know, we're calling saying, there's a warrant out for your arrest. And I talked to the wife of a sheriff's deputy who like called, you know, dispatch, and hey, Larry Flowers just called me, said I had a warrant out for your arrest. Well, I'm a civilian employee. I have no police powers, so I know I can't issue a warrant for anybody's arrest. Uh, So, That's another scam that's going on. But again, they're asking for the fine to be paid uh, over the phone with a gift card. Again, just simply hang up. You know, police will never ask for payment over the phone um, in these situations.
2: And we don't call ahead when we have a warrant.
3: I I, I was just thinking
1: that same same thing, but then I went down the rabbit hole of seeing Larry and you know with the blue lights and a badge and that kind of thing, and you know that can be dangerous in itself. Exactly,
0: exactly.
2: (laughs) No, we we don't call ahead. Um, We don't accept payment any kind of fine payment whatsoever. That's all settled with the court system, either city court for a traffic violation or through general sessions clerk's office. Once a case has gone through, the only money we accept is the the payment for a, a report and I think that's 15 cents a page or something to copy to, to pay the printing fees um, but that's that's the only money we we take in and yeah. then, you know we don't we don't call anybody we don't also we don't solicit for right. donations If we're going to talk about taking money we don't solicit for donations that's
1: been one of those um, things that's, that's been happening. that one crops recently. up
2: fairly mm-hmm. fairly often uh, the FOP the local FOP lodge does have on occasion they do make phone calls and all that if you get a phone call from any organization asking for donations ask them to send you things in writing Mm -hmm. ask you to send ask them to send you a packet of information don't give them money over the phone if they're legitimate they'll have a a donor packet they can send you in the mail you can take your time sit down read over it know where your money's going Um, but city of Murfreesboro we do not solicit Funds at all.
1: Got about a minute and a half left and uh, I know that there are some academies that you want to kind of talk about uh, that are coming up and uh, some news about this uh, citizens Police Academy too.
2: Yeah, we launched a new Teen Citizens Police Academy back in the spring um, and had a group of teenagers come through that. Um, The spring and fall one meets once a week for six weeks. We decided to do a summer one because we had a lot of uh, kids that wanted to come through but couldn't because of extracurricular activities. So if you have a teenager that's a rising freshman up through the age of 17 that's interested in police work, uh, forensic sciences, just all of it, um, you can get in touch with me. We've got a, a summer session of the Teen Academy. It runs the week of July 18th through 22nd um, in the afternoons from 1 to 5 p.m. because I know teenagers don't want to get up early. <laughs> um, so that'll, that'll get them back to doing something a couple weeks before they go to school. Um, I would need to know that they want to come through probably by the end of this week because I do some reference checks on them. Um, And then our adult academy has retained its popularity. The fall class is full, 30 people in that class. So if you think you want to come through and find out all about the department, do ride-alongs, that kind of fun stuff, reach out and we can uh, get you a seat in the spring class that will start meeting in January
1: so what's the best way for for someone to <clears throat> get in touch with you about that
2: um you can email me um 0316 at murfreesboro or you can go to the police department's website under community engagement each one of those programs has its own page and the application for each is
1: on that page well very good well I, I hope you guys stay cool out there be careful in all this heat thank you Thanks. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Our guests this morning from Murfreesboro Police, Sergeant Amy Denton and Public Information Officer Larry Flowers. A reminder, if you missed part of the program, some great information on today's show. Check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com. Just search for Action Line and look for the most recent show. Have a great day
0: programming have been pre-recorded. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, flagship station for MTSU Sports. Courthouse clock time, nine o'clock.